0: Listen, there has never been a better time to invest in self-storage and there's no better team than ours to show you how to do it because we wrote the book on how to invest in self-storage. Literally, we created the best-selling home study system titled How to Find, Evaluate, Purchase, and Manage Self-Storage Facilities. We have helped thousands of people launch and scale their self-storage business and have become the nation's go-to resource for all things self-storage. That's because we not only talk the talk, we walk the walk, day in and day out since 2005 through now. Two recessions and amassing a 2.5 million square feet of self-storage, totaling over 15,000 doors nationwide. There is nobody else that has more experience in self-storage that is teaching people how to invest in self-storage So if you're ready to launch and scale your self-storage business, then go to selfstorageinvesting.com. Click on the events tab to grab your ticket to the upcoming self-storage academy. So that again is selfstorageinvesting.com. Click on the events tab. Seating is limited. And on behalf of our team, we look forward to seeing you then. Take care. This is the Self Storage Podcast, where we share the knowledge and skills from the industry's leading investors, developers, and operators to help you launch and grow your self storage business. Your host, Scott Myers, over the past 16 years, has acquired, developed, converted, and syndicated over 2 million square feet of self storage nationwide with the help of his incredible team at selfstorageinvesting.com, who has helped thousands of people achieve greatness in Self storage.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Self Storage Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Myers. And this week's guest is Julie Houston with Fuller Wallet Medium. Julie has been in the affiliate and marketing space for over 10 years, and I have known her since the beginning of her successful marketing career. Prior to that, she served in the U.S. Navy and earned a Master's of Science degree in psychology. Julie is also an active real estate investor, buying properties in her local market using creative deal structures and private equity. And on this episode, we discuss the various marketing strategies she uses to grow her real estate business in today's changing economy. So without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Julie Houston of Fuller Wallet Media. Julie Houston, so good to catch up with you again. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much, Scott. So nice to catch up with you again. It's been a while.
1: Well, I have filled up folks in uh, with what you've been doing recently, how you started your company and what your focus is on, which is why I'm so excited to have you back on the podcast to talk about Fuller Wallet. So if you would fill in the gaps from the intro that I just gave and then let us know what you've been up to recently.
2: Absolutely. So I've been in the internet marketing online education space for over 10 years now. And it wasn't until the end of last year, I recently started Fuller Wall Media, which is basically a full service company that helps entrepreneurs and educators in various niches from the front end of their business all the way through to the back end of their business. Because we found that there was a lack of everybody's looking for sales, marketing, and leads. These three primary things. So we wanted our focus to focus on those three primary things for our clients. So our team is a highly educated team. I invest in my team. My team has all been through appropriate training for their expertise. So I have somebody that's fully qualified in affiliate management that has been trained by someone other than myself. I have podcasting team that's fully qualified and trained to funnel experts. So copywriter. So we're really like a one-stop shop for a lot of people and business and entrepreneurs. But what's unique about it is it doesn't just relate to one space or niche. Like we could do this for the concrete company down the road or the barn feed store down the road. So we really like to dial in on a company's pain points and focus and ultimate business goals and drive to that ultimate goal.
1: Mm -hmm. Let's talk about, there's a number of folks here on our podcast, Storage Nation, as we call them, that are syndicators like myself, promoters, and they're raising private equity, raising capital from others to do more deals to grow their business. So let's take a step back and talk about a step away from the affiliate marketing side, but anything and all things about leads and or conversions and funnels. For those of us that are looking for passive investors to invest with us right now, these folks are coming out of the stock market looking for yield. And they're seeing that self-storage is basically at the top of that list in terms of the recession resistant industries. And so if we want to take advantage of that, as some folks are recognizing that, tell me about the steps that you take in working with folks that are looking to raise private equity with regards to the funnels, attracting people, setting up websites to have an entire lead capture system that is running 24 seven. Can you walk through that with us?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we've had several clients that are focused on building up the private capital on the back end, or either partnering with our students, they have various methods that they're using. And we build out a funnel for them through either like a lead magnet or through their website that ultimately will drive them through to an application process in most cases when it comes to raising private capital. So we can eliminate right off the bat, clients that do not qualify for them that wouldn't be a candidate for them for private capital, for example. So we bet that out in the process that we build out customary per client. And I find that a lot of success we're having with that is all about in building the relationships like any other business. I mean, most of the clients that come through are highly vetted. We bet them on my team and bring the serious players to them. and. We've had a lot of success with that. I've had clients where through relationships and bringing them in through various forms of media that we've raised over two and a half million dollars in private capital. I have another client recently. he called me in and bind. he had a deal. He's like, I need to come up with 300k for private money. And it's all through the relationship. I made one phone call and raised 300K that day for him. So it was really successful, but that's through relationships on building it out through my own real estate company as an investor.
1: So when you're working with somebody, let's say that it's a first-time syndicator and they've gone through their own current list of family and friends that are investing in their projects or in their company, and now they're looking to raise more outside. What do the first steps look like? Is it setting up a separate website? Is it going out to social media or just building a list where then that person, the syndicator can go out and call other folks like you just mentioned, or do they work with you and your team does some of the calling? Can we walk through maybe the first five or six steps as to what that may look like? So
2: We actually will build a custom landing page for them and set up a funnel that goes through an application process. And then my team vets all of the applications that come in based off the requirements for that particular investor. So every investor is different. Some have certain requirements. So we'll vet them for them and then hand them over to them to close the deal. And then they can move forward with whatever property or what they're acquisition is that they're focused on we try to take the step work out of them trying to build it formulate it create the applications all of it is streamlined so that it's an automated process as well for them Mm -hmm. though it easily is in a scheduling software for them all the notes are in there everything is built out custom for them in a platform for them so they can fully manage it as well
1: so you're, in essence, in volleyball terms, you would do a bump or a set and then hand off that warm client over to the syndicator to then uh, not spike it because that's not the proper term, but to move them into their ecosystem and to invest with them. Is that fair to say? Yes,
2: that is correct. Like we get on the phone and we get to know these people, their pain mm-hmm. point focus, what's going on in their lives. All of that information for them so that when we hand over a warm lead, they already know through reviewing it like their background, their personal situation, uh, current situation, any financial information that we have. So we go through the real nitty gritty so they don't have to. So it saves them a lot of time in the long run.
1: Okay. So once you have that landing page built out, then are you running Facebook ads or ads on Google? Are you running paid traffic to it? Are you going out to other platforms like Facebook or LinkedIn and utilizing those databases? How are you getting the leads into the funnel?
2: So we do it through various ways. We have media platforms that we have associations with that will mail. We have affiliates that will help mail for certain things like this. It seems to be common these days. We also do it through multiple social media platforms. We don't do paid traffic on it. If a customer wants to do paid traffic, that's totally up to them. They can use anything that we create to use for that. But we don't do it. It's all organically done through relationships, connections that we have, and media platforms and agencies that we work with.
1: What do you find now are the best nets to use to catch all the folks that are looking for yield as they're coming out of the stock market and they're doubling down on real estate or these hard assets now that we're heading into a recession? Is the focus shifted now? Are you looking into different tons to dip your net in to get investors to invest? Or how has that changed as we head into this next economic cycle?
2: To be honest, a lot of people that I speak to are gearing more towards the commercial. Mm -hmm. Right now, commercial, storage investing, commercial properties, apartments, especially with the upcoming recession, that's been a primary focus for most of our clients that we work with. Mm -hmm. So we've Mm -hmm. developed the messaging, the pain points and everything geared around that in order to bring in the proper clientele. And we've been having a lot of success using multiple social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, we're having a huge success with TikTok. Mm -hmm. We're getting really credible, valuable leads. If you take the time and really go through TikTok today, there's lawyers and doctors that are on there building their practices like no other, because a lot of people thought it was just for the younger generation, Mm -hmm. but it's really an untapped resource that a lot of people aren't utilizing properly for lead generation for their business.
1: Well, I think that then goes back to, and the answer to this question is already in the comment that you just made. And that is, if you're looking to raise private equity, do you build a platform based upon the business and a team of individuals and a brand versus the individual? And as we found over the years that regardless, there there is a team that needs to be in place. It can't be one individual, but they need to know, like, and trust the individual because they're investing with that person. And that person is the leader of the company. So I think that answers the question why TikTok is doing so well, because it is that individual who is putting himself or herself out there so that people can see who they are, what they're made of. And if it's somebody that they feel that people think can connect with, that they feel that they can know, like, and trust and do business with, whether it be to pick their attorney or their doctor, or somebody too is going to handle their investments for them. What would you add to that?
2: So I would add definitely that I wouldn't undervalue some of the younger demographic platforms. I think that a lot of people are kind of raising over them we're finding them extremely successful mm-hmm. extremely successful and beneficial and we're getting highly qualified leads through these platforms too like these are highly qualified vetted leads that are coming in because i think today especially since the pandemic okay when the world shut down everybody went to social media yep. right it's safe to agree everybody went to social media and it's also safe to say that in the last three years there's a lot of new people in our industry and other niches Mm -hmm. that are up and coming. And I think for the long-term players and investors and serious investors that have been around, they're Mm -hmm. jumping on this opportunity right now because other people are just stuck in the rut Mm -hmm. of not utilizing these resources.
1: Mm -hmm. So Julie, the new investor that may be sitting back and thinking, oh, I'm late to the game. How am I going to get as many followers, as many likes? How am I going to get the the traffic and How do people sift through all the noise and find me if I'm just getting ready to start? Is it a matter of just getting out there? I know the first step is doing it, starting, but the next is it? How do you then ascend to the top quickly? Is it just a number of different posts wherever? Is it syndicating, blasting out all forms of media so that we rise to the top no matter what? Or what is the strategy ahead of that to get to the top is it in the messaging is it It
2: it in the the copy
1: yeah correct so speak to that a little bit how do you sip how do you get found so that people find you for what it is that you're looking for with all the noise that's out there
2: so to be honest i mean most of our business has been word of mouth because we've been Mm -hmm. in the industry for so long and i'm blessed that i work with some really incredible people But for somebody new or just getting into it, the basic that we always recommend, so for any social media platform, any kind of messaging and pain point, like I have copywriters on my team, we literally go through a call and we break down everything in their business, their goals, their pain points, their 12 month goal, six month Mm -hmm. goal, and where they want to be at. And then we start providing and building the content. And then Mm -hmm. as we build it within 30 days, we know, okay, this type of content is converting way better for this individual. Mm -hmm compared to someone else. like Somebody else might be great with personal videos when they're driving in their car, Mm -hmm. where I might have a client that does better with videos that are more playing the role of two people. There's multiple ways that you can use content Mm -hmm. online and social media, and finding that perfect method for that individual is what we focus on. Mm -hmm. So then we go back and we give suggestions and tips and outline and guideline for them to follow, ideally, that they help provide us with the content that we know is converting the best and we interact on the comments we keep the comments and the posting engaged and engage with people so that they know like this is real people that they're interacting with if they're asking questions like we'll answer any questions that we can answer throughout the process and really build out their business based around like what works best for them because what might work for you might not work for someone else
1: So Julie, a lot of what you do is also affiliate marketing, so I know a lot of affiliate marketing is on the information side of the business or for information businesses. We have a number of folks included here in Storage Nation that are investors in self storage facilities and are raising private capital. And then there are some that are influencers and who are also looking to utilize any type and all types of joint ventures and affiliate relationships to grow their business. So can you speak a little bit to that as your expertise? Because that's how you and I got connected many, many years ago was on the affiliate side of the business. So can you share a little bit about what that might look like? look like for our listeners?
2: Absolutely. So overall media has multiple connections and multiple relationships with various different lists and niches, right? And with these relationships, we have the ability to send out their messaging. So if they're focused and they want to just target realtors, we can do that. If they want to target a specific state or county or area, we can geo target that. If they want to be nationwide, we can target that we can really customize their messaging and dial it in exactly to where they want it to be for their business and their ultimate goal of their business.
1: If they come to you, let's say they get a list of self storage facility owners, and they contact you, do you then send out they create the red letter or create the yellow postcard? And then do you take calls? Are you full service on that end? Or how do you help them on that end? Okay. From a direct mail standpoint? Is that right?
2: So do we do, do not do direct mail.
1: Nothing in the, along those lines. We
2: do okay. not do direct mail, no. Okay. We do everything so, but direct mail.
1: So Julie, somebody's starting out, they've got an area in which they want to focus on and they want to get a presence online and have anybody that is interested in perhaps selling their facility within this state or these zip codes or this region, or they're looking for anybody who may want to invest passively with them, but they want to do it in their own backyard in a certain area. How do you help them with geo-targeting or being specific and grabbing those folks and those eyeballs that are in a specific geo-targeted area?
2: Absolutely. Good question. So what we do is most of it is through our email marketing efforts and relationships that we have. So we're fortunate enough that we have an, a very broad ray, a range of people that we work with and lists that we manage that really target so many various areas that we can go in and target whatever market somebody wants to focus on. For their business we don't do direct mail although we can review direct mail
1: okay so then when those leads come in do the leads go to the landing page i know you mentioned that you do do some uh, pre-vetting of uh, clients do you have say a call center or are you doing outbound calls then from folks if they perform a certain action how does some of these pre-vetted leads get over to your client
2: so typically we build a landing page out in their platform whatever platform they prefer to use. We build out a landing page to an application process, which then goes either to a scheduling link to schedule a call or they fill out a form and then we follow up with a telephone call. So my team is highly trained on getting on the phone, going through the vetting process, going through the qualification process and seeing if they're even a candidate. We still send every lead over to our customers and we'll add all of the notes, but any kind of warm or hot lead, we immediately send it over and let them know this is a hot lead like you should jump on as soon as possible
1: got it Okay. So now Julie, let's shift gears for the self-storage facility owner. Our market for self-storage is typically a five mile radius. People are going to usually travel more than five miles to get to their stuff. So those are the folks that we want to target. If we're building a facility or converting a building, turning it into self-storage, or if we acquire a new facility and perhaps they didn't have much of a marketing plan before, they had no marketing plan. How do we make a splash in that market and how do you assist folks to be able to get as many eyeballs when they're getting ready. It, it is demand-based. Self-storage is demand-based. How do you work with folks to be able to find their facility above anybody else when people are actually ready and they go online and they start searching for self-storage comma Smithville? You know What does that look like?
2: So for SEO purposes, we review every other storage facility in that area. So we'll look up all the demographics in that area, all the social or all the storage units in that area, we do all of our homework based on a client. So whether it's in Texas, California, or Illinois, whatever their expertise is, we zone in, we go through all that area. Then we go through all of that area to see where are their competitors or what are their primary competitors that we can see if they come up online. We do a lot of back end research so that we can kind of have a clearer picture for them, and then we can kind of design it based around that and their market that they're targeting.
1: Perfect. Well, this is a little different industry than others. Blasting out coupons in a valve pack or advertising just to advertise is not a good use of resources because it is demand-based. When people need storage, that's when they begin looking. And so... We spend an awful lot of time working to make sure that we are doing some geo-targeting in a particular area that when somebody searches for self-storage in that market, we want to end up at the top. So yes, there is a lot of magic in that sauce. And as much as we want to be able to do and control on our own, we recognize that obviously we need experts like you to help us along because it changes from time to time, almost constantly. And to stay on top of that and stay on top of the competition means that we need to have somebody like your firm doing that as well. So Julie, let's do this in the time that we have left. What are some of the things you understand? Who are the folks are that are listening here? Folks are looking to get into the business, and looking to grow the business, and they're just looking for all of the above to make that happen, as well as clients when they get into the business. What are some of the areas that they should focus on, and why would they want to reach out to you to get assistance in those areas?
2: So, I would definitely say for anyone that wants to start out and wanted to reach out to possibly my company as an example for a service, the requirement would be to have at least a plan in place. A clear concrete plan, what their goal is, what their exact like six month and 12 month goal is. Cause we customize it per client. So what might work for you might not work for someone else, for example, who's starting off at a smaller scale. So we customize it per client based on a lot of what they go over on their onboarding call. We onboard everybody. We see if they're even a candidate to fit with us because not everybody's always a candidate to fit with mm-hmm. us too. And we want to make sure like, At the end of the day our biggest concern is bringing more value to the bottom line of anybody that we work with any customer any client any company our ultimate goal is to just bring to that bottom line and help them grow in that area where they need to grow and we know through marketing marketing changes every day i mean look at the algorithms on facebook facebook bombed Mm -hmm. a couple months back even it's still not doing well I speak to people every day about that and utilizing all the different social media platforms and syndicated outlets that we have special features we have connections with like articles and article syndication i mean it's not just like we build it out and leave them hanging dry like we have multiple relationships where it's not only a build out but it goes out to like our many partners especially in that area we have people all over the us that have targeted lists in each state so We work with them regularly and we've had a lot of success with doing it that way.
1: Well, we operate in the same fashion, Julie, and that is, it's much easier for us in our organization. We've been known forever to, one of our companies educates people and teaches people how to get into self-storage and launching their business and uh, creating a business plan in order to do so, because we really can't help somebody, which is where we really shine, is we take people from zero to 55 miles an hour, but where we really shine and the most value we add is taking them from 55 miles an hour to a hundred miles an hour. And that is, it sounds like what your sweet spot is, is as well, but yes. that doesn't happen without a plan. So, So on our end, we help with a plan and we do that at our self-storage academy and through our resources, but really in our mastermind and other areas of our businesses where we really come alongside of folks and then help them to get up to 100 miles an hour. But it doesn't happen without a plan, folks. So if you don't have a plan, we can help with that. And if you don't have a marketing plan, then you should at least get a bare bones minimum of some goals in place and how you think you can achieve that before reaching out to Julie and Fuller Wallet Media to take you to that next level. So Julie, with that, as we navigate through the waters of oncoming or the recession that we're in right now and the ever-changing environment within marketing, as you mentioned, every single day, what are some of the things that people need to at least be looking out for to become a student of marketing, even as they're creating this plan and as they're looking to ramp things up? What are some of the, maybe the top one or two areas of things that they need to focus on in order to get to that place?
2: I think one of the top two things I would definitely recommend Always be yourself, authentically be yourself. There's not enough of that out there today. There's a lot of shiny object syndrome. Be yourself. A lot of people are more attracted to the clients we work with that are authentically just themselves. You don't have to get in a fancy car, or a fancy suit. Like, just be yourself. I think a lot of people resonate when they can relate to someone because they know, hey, like, if this guy could do it, I could do it too. Or this girl could do it, I could do it too. So be relatable. That's the first thing, anything you post online, anything you send, like just be your authentic self. The second thing I would highly recommend is really focus on what is your ultimate goal and your bottom line with where you're starting and where you wanna be. And when you're ready for something like on the marketing side, then we'll sit down and we go through and we really break down a plan that works best for you and your company and your goals and what's gonna be beneficial for your business growth in a six to 12 month period. So those would be like my two top suggestions for sure.
1: Yep. I think the consumer, and I can even point to myself. Just about everybody is an expert now in detecting BS when they see it, yeah. <laughs> and so nobody likes to be sold, and they know it when it's starting to happen. And that immediately is when people love uh, turn off and turn away. And with the attention span of folks uh, getting uh, smaller and lesser every day, it's important to just be not only compelling but to be yourself, and you can do both at the same time. People want to do business with you because they know, like, and trust you, and if they can never find out who you are, then they will never do that. So That's- I couldn't agree more. And again, going back to a plan as to uh, what it is that your ultimate goal is. Many folks out there are teaching multiple ways of looking at this marketing game. I think uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is one of the best out there. And if you haven't <laughs> read his book, Crush It, or just listen to what he says on his podcast, it's jab, 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 left hook.
2: I love Gary.
1: He's awesome. And if you just follow what he's doing as he invites you to do, just put out good content and people know, like, and trust you and just educate them to show that you know what it is that you're doing in your own business. And then every once in a while, the left hook doesn't even really have to be a left hook. It's just, oh, and by the way, head over to our website over here if you want to learn more or learn about what it's like to partner with us. And it's just natural. And people expect that you don't put out free content without some reason behind it, but you don't need to let them know what that reason is every single time that you're posting and putting out a piece of educational content.
2: I couldn't agree more.
1: Well, Julie, once again, I want to thank you so much for your time. It's so great to get back together. With you I know. And, uh, to learn about what you're doing. So what are the best ways that people can get in touch with you to learn a little bit more about what you're doing over at Fuller Wallet?
2: So they could actually contact us at fullerwalletmedia.com. That's our direct website. If they want to go through there, or they can send us an email at hello at fullerwalletmedia.com.
1: Fantastic. Well, we've got a lot more that we're going to take a deep dive into. We're just scratching the surface. Julie, our resident marketing partner, thank you so much for being on the show and we look forward to catching thank
2: with
0: you. Thank you for guys. having me. It was such an honor.
1: All right. Take care, everyone.
0: Hey, gang. Wait three things before you leave. First, don't forget to subscribe to the Self Storage Podcast and turn on your notifications so you never miss another episode. And while you're there, please leave us a five-star review if you like the show. Second, be sure to share your favorite episodes and more via Instagram and don't forget to tag us. And lastly, head to the links in the show description and hit the following subscribe button on Twitter and Facebook to get a front row seat as we grow and scale our business and bring you along with us. Take care.